The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com slash Claude. This is your tech news briefing for Wednesday, February 15th. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. We talked on Monday about Meta's efforts to attract more users to its metaverse by revamping its platform, Horizon Worlds. But it's not only internal challenges the company has to deal with. Competition in the virtual reality space could hurt Meta's efforts to grow its own metaverse. And this threat is coming from a familiar challenger, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance. Our reporter Megan Bobarowski joins us to explain why ByteDance's VR headset is taking off and what kind of blow this could be for Meta. That's after these headlines. Tesla workers in Buffalo, New York, want to form a union. In a letter to management Tuesday, the workers announced plans to launch a unionization campaign. The group of employees calls themselves Tesla Workers United. They say forming a union would allow them to negotiate a contract that addresses health and safety conditions, wages, and benefits, among other issues. If successful, the group would be the first in the U.S. to form a union at the electric vehicle maker. Tesla didn't respond to request for comment. Hyundai and Kia are rolling out new software features to combat a surge of vehicle thefts that have been fueled by social media challenges. Viral videos have been showing people how to target certain easier-to-steal models. The software update requires the key to be in the ignition to turn the vehicle on, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said yesterday. It also extends the car alarm from 30 seconds to one minute. Hyundai's software updates began Tuesday and will cover almost 4 million vehicles. Kia said it began notifying owners about the upgrade, which it expects to make available to most owners of affected vehicles over the next few months. Airbnb reported its first-ever annual profit last year. The short-term rental company said it benefited from strong travel demand, despite high inflation and recession concerns. Americans took advantage of a strong dollar to fly abroad, and European intracontinental travel picked up. Airbnb reported nearly $2 billion in profit in 2022, after losing $352 million the year before. Profits for the fourth quarter came in at $319 million, beating analysts' estimates. And changes are coming for Walmart's tech workers, we can exclusively report. The retail giant plans to close three U.S. technology hubs and require hundreds of workers to relocate in order to keep their jobs. That's according to a memo reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. The company will pay workers for the move. Tech workers will also be required to come into the office two days a week. It's a step rivals in the e-commerce space have already taken and a sign that even for tech roles that embraced remote work earlier in the pandemic, in-person work and central offices will play a role going forward. All right, coming up, the parent companies of TikTok and Facebook have been battling for social media supremacy. The next battle could be over virtual reality. We'll have more on that after the break. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. 
With models at every point on the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. Two years ago, ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, bought a Chinese startup called Pico that makes virtual reality headsets. In that short period, even though Pico doesn't sell its consumer headsets in the U.S., it became the second best-selling VR headset globally, according to industry data. The market for VR headsets is small but growing. The market value was estimated to be worth around $4 billion in 2022, and in the third quarter of last year alone, more than a million headsets were shipped. ByteDance's growth puts it on the heels of Meta in the VR space. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, is already battling ByteDance and TikTok for users and ad dollars in the social media space. With me to discuss this new front in the battle between these tech giants is our reporter, Megan Bobarowski. Hi, Megan. Always great to have you on the show. Thanks, Zoe. So, Megan, you spoke with some of the people who've been using Pico headsets. What have they said about it? Me and my colleagues spoke to someone in the UK who bought the new Pico headset and liked it so much that they sold their MetaQuest 2 on eBay three weeks later. And then I also spoke to someone in Canada who ordered it from Spain and likes it a lot as well, but Pico does not yet have the same expansive app catalog that Meta does. So some fans, but maybe a few drawbacks. Why hasn't ByteDance launched Pico to consumers in the U.S. yet? ByteDance hasn't said whether they plan to launch in the U.S., but certainly TikTok, their other company, is undergoing a formal national security review process and other Chinese companies in the past that sell consumer goods have had issues selling in the U.S. And so there's certainly some hurdles there, but Pico hasn't said anything specifically about this. Okay, so we know that customers are open to Pico, but let's talk about Meta and maybe how it is feeling about competition in the VR headspace. I mean, for starters, can you tell us a little bit about Meta's VR headset quest and what its market share is like? Meta has a couple different headsets. The one that's aimed generally at consumers, it retails for $399. That's the Meta Quest 2. And they are clearly dominant in the VR headset market. Okay, so even after Pico is starting to gain some traction, they still hold 75% of the global market. But what the Pico data sort of shows, Pico is now up to about 15% of the global market, and they tripled their share from the start of 2022. So Pico is gaining some traction. It's in a lot of European markets and a lot of Asian markets where Meta might not even be available in some of these markets. Or, for instance, in Germany, Meta exited that market and recently came back into it. But Pico's been there this whole time. 
So Pico sort of has the advantage there. So it's more on the global scale that these two companies are starting to duke it out. You mentioned that Meta still has 75% of the global market share in this space. I mean, how have sales of the Quest headset been doing lately? So Meta said that in the fourth quarter, sales of their Quest 2 headset were actually down. We don't have exactly comparable data from Pico because they're not a public U.S. company. But the data firm that provided us this data suggested that they did think that Pico was going to increase its headset shipments in the fourth quarter. So presumably they expect Pico to gain even more market share in the latest quarter. As some listeners will remember, Meta's metaverse platform, Horizon Worlds, is struggling to get users. So what does this competition mean for the company's metaverse ambitions? Pico actually teased um, that they're going to launch their own version, basically, of Horizon Worlds called Pico Worlds, which is a similar sort of social hangout app. If they do gain more market share and start taking on more markets and they launch this app, is that going to be something that affects Meta? We'll see. What has Meta said about the competition coming from Pico? So Meta said that they welcome competition and that any competition is going to increase how many people are in the VR space in general. And so they see this as good for business. These two companies are already battling over social media users. They're battling over advertisers. So what does this next stage mean for the competition between the two companies? So ByteDance owns TikTok. TikTok has taken ad dollars and user time away from Meta, away from Instagram. And they did well there. We'll see if they can sort of reproduce the same effect with this new VR headset company. But, you know, it's still not currently available in the U.S. yet. So I think it's really hard to draw conclusions before they make an entrance on the consumer side. The headsets are available for business use in the U.S., but if they're trying to compete on the consumer side with Meta, they're going to need to launch their consumer headset in the U.S. Has ByteDance commented at all about the competition between Pico and Quest? ByteDance did not comment for our article and has sort of been pretty quiet about it in general, but they did launch a consumer headset in May last year. So clearly they are making some strides in this space, and we'll see if they say more things once the competition gets more heated, but I think we're still in the early innings for now. And can you just give us a sense of the differences, you know, in the kind of price and characteristics that Pico has versus Quest? The Meta headset costs $399, and the Pico one is not available in the U.S., so it's available in terms of euros. So when you convert it, depending on what the exchange rate is, it comes out to about $450. U.S. So they're pretty close in price, which I think is a reason that some of the people we talked to said they're willing to give this other one a chance and see. And then in terms of actual hardware, some people we talked to said they liked the fit of the Pico headset better. They liked the lenses and how it was a more comfortable fit on their head. Meta also launched in October a new headset for professionals that retails for $1,500. And so certainly, you know, this might not be the consumer headset of choice for people who want to use a Meta headset right now. But Pico releases their new headset. Meta then comes back and releases their new headset. So clearly, you know, they're duking it out over the hardware. All right. That's our reporter, Megan Bobarowski. Megan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And that's it for today's tech news briefing. 
If you want more tech stories, check out our website, wsj.com. And if you're a fan of the show, please leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. The Claude 3 model family by Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. Haiku is lightning fast and cost-effective. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Learn more at anthropic.com Claude.